Hello Cryptonauts. Today is May 18th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we will be going over yesterday's news because I decided to take the day off. It was a nice day. Went for a hike. It was great. So with that said, folks, let's go ahead and get started. Alrighty, Cryptonauts, here we go. Let's start off with the top 10 coin markup of the day with number one, Bitcoin at $9,555.86 with a 3.11% loss. That's a big chunk of money. And second place is Ethereum coming in at $211.01 with a 1.83% loss. Third place is XRP coming in at $0.20. Cents. And once again... 1.39% loss. Fourth place, Tether at $1. With a small positive gain of 0.09%. And in fifth place is Bitcoin Cash coming in at $244.88 with a 2.91% loss. In sixth place is Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision coming in at $198.01 with a 3.33% loss. In 7th place is Litecoin coming in at $44.57 with a 2.36% loss. And in 8th place we have Binance Coin coming in at $16.41 with a flat 2% loss. And in 9th place we have EOS coming in at $2.61 with a 3.96% loss. And in 10th place we have Tezos with a 2.68 coming in at $2.68 with a 1.89% loss. The overall market cap value is $263 billion. Alright, that's the top 10 coin market cap of the day. Let's go ahead and get started with the news. Alright, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with yesterday's news. First, we have... Let's see, what is this? As US pumps trillions into economy, Bitcoin price likely to be affected. Let's check that out. That is, as US pumps trillions into economy, Bitcoin price likely to be affected. Policymakers around the world have committed unprecedented amount of fresh money in a bid to save off an impending recession, or worse, a total depression. In the United States, the Senate approved a $2 trillion stimulus package in late March. And the House of Representatives has now accepted a proposal from House Democrats for another $3 trillion, meant to ease the needs of Americans who are facing an unemployment rate of nearly 15%. As a response to COVID-19, the Federal Reserve has undertaken a wave of quantitative easing unparalleled in its history. As the monetary body responsible for managing the world's reserve currency, the Fed uses quantitative easing as a means of infusing the economy with fresh liquidity. Having total control over money printing allows the Fed to print as many dollars as it wants, which it then injects into the financial system by purchasing assets on the open market. Market observers recall the aftermath of the Great Recession in 2008 when the Fed brought, brought, 
brought up over $1.2 trillion worth of assets in just four months as a way to pump fresh capital into the market. However, the scale of quantitative easing undertaken in the wake of the COVID-19 crisis dwarfs anything that happened before, with the Fed putting no cap on the amount of money it plans to infuse into the system. Over the past two and a half months, the Fed has purchased around $2.8 trillion worth of assets. Unlike in the aftermath of 2008, when the governing body limited its assets purchasing into uh, to security to secure U.S. Treasury bonds. This time around, it has committed to buying riskier assets such as corporate and municipal bonds as well. What should crypto investors expect? U.S. bailout money is expected to go towards helping public companies and preventing shareholders from losing their value. This new money is expected to inflate the cost of assets, but since most Americans don't own assets, the only result they will experience is weakening purchasing power. Benning Hackack, the CEO of Liquid Apps, seems sees an opportunity for Bitcoin to establish itself as a store of value. Quote, the COVID financial crisis is the first crisis that Bitcoin is experienced as an asset class, and while some expected it to perform similar to gold, it led to a sharp decline in Bitcoin's price. As the world economy has started to open up, Bitcoin has recovered quite nicely, outperforming the S&P since the respective lows. With the Bitcoin having behind us, an event that has historically been followed by a bull run, it will be interesting to see if Bitcoin can gain acceptance as a hedge against inflation and a store of value. Quantitative easing versus quantitative hardening. Contra- contrast contrast the st- seemingly unlimited money printing taking place with the Bitcoin having an event that happened once every four years and cuts down Bitcoin's issuance by half. For crypto believers, this is the this is further proof of Bitcoin's status as the hardest money in the world. Bitcoin's probable scarcity is drawing attention from average investors and users concerned about money printing and the potential it has to cause runaway inflation. All right, let's go ahead and start with the next news. Uh, let's see. COVID-19 incentivizing crypto lead, crypto and leading mainstream adoption. Uh, okay, let's check that out. All right, on the next news, crypto is a place where everything changes faster than in any other industry and sees as it was born in the age of the internet. This is quite fitting. Today, China is leading the global digital asset initiative. The train of innovation seems to go faster as the digital yuan, also referred to as DCEP, has fueled rapid development in the field of distributed ledger technology. Instead of wallowing in a swamp of regulatory uncertainty, the Chinese government shifted its attention to benefit the chi- benefits. The Chinese have not wasted time, and despite being the country, despite being the country where the new coronavirus started and has since made a huge impact on society and economy, tech development did not stop, but rather accelerated at astonishing rates. Reportedly, McDonald's and Starbucks are among a group of 19 restaurant, retail shops, and entertainment companies taking part in the trial of China's digital yuan part of a pilot program prior to a wider rollout of new digital currencies. While the Chinese central bank digital currency seems just a few steps away from launch, the the world is starving for digital cash and fintech apps. New trends reshaping the digital landscape. The ongoing COVID-19 crisis has only had a negative global impact, but has pushed people to seek alternative solutions to avoid using cash. Bitcoin and Ether are still popular, but such assets are unlikely to ever become units of account. Stablecoins and CBDCs can save the day, though. The People's Bank of China stated 
that the process of total level design settling industry standards develop, developing potential functions and integration testing were almost com were almost complete moreover the P pboc says that the digital yuan has outpaced it, the infamous libra concept in terms of major techni technical features such as the option to process transactions offline on mobile devices it's also stated that one of the goals for the dcep is to promote the internationalization of the yuan as a way to make cross-border payments without the need of need to involve inter intermediaries that charge a huge fee and take a considerable amount of time to process such transactions. In the last month, we've seen several central banks announce, pla announce plans to experiment with CBDCs. Earlier this spring, the Bank of France officially, officially launched an experimental program for a digital euro, testing the integration of a CBDC for interbank settlements, while a very similar plan was announced by South Korea Central Bank a week later. There is plenty of room to expand the use of digital assets and there must be no poor guidance. So how can crypto improve daily life? 1. Trend 1. Revamping Payments and Remittance Blockchain technology is used to reshape remittance to provide instant transfer solutions, raising the bar for apps we use from the local to the global cross-border level. Faster and cheaper payments are now in higher demand than ever, and cutting-edge solutions that provide a smooth experience can make a difference and contribute to the rapid adoption of digital assets. Trend 2. Providing a better technology layer. The pace of all processes, including blockchain, may speed up drastically due to contrast, constant blockchain developments and updates. In addition, the crypto sector has been cleared up since 2017 after many malicious actors stepped into the scene. Trend 3. Ensuring global transparency. We can't afford total freedom as it's most... What? Trend 3. Ensuring global transparency. We can't afford total freedom as it mostly stays the dream of crypto anarchist. CBDCs will be issued sooner or later, tied to the government control, but transparency here lies in the fact of the inability to manipulate the def defraud, so corruption will naturally decline. Even state administration will become an effective tool because we will see how funds will be spent. Recognizing opportunity in post-COVID-19 world. The emergence of digitized national currency is closer than we think. Moreover, after years of initial coin offerings and cases of fraud, numerous illicit actors started leaving the blockchain scene, and as such we see the, ad the advent of the next wave led by stablecoins and the DeFi lending opportunity. And okay, let's go to the next news. Next news is do, 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 do. I don't see next news. Go back here. And blockchain as one of the goals of digital government strategies in Brazil. Hackers are using supercomputers to mine crypto. Okay, let's read a little bit of both. See, blockchain as one of the goals of digital government strategies in Brazil. In a recent trend survey made by the made by D Mexico and presented at an at an event in Cologne, Germany, Cologne, 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 Germany, it was determined that although the world is currently suffering economically, the digital economy may greatly benefit after the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the survey, the COVID-19 crisis will accelerate the rhythm of digital transformation. 
one of the benefits of an advancing digital transformation is that it can lend to new solutions, unlocking inconceivable possibilities. This is especially true in digital services provided by governments, as the potential for innovation with, within the sector is vast. With that in mind, Brazil instituted its digital government strategy through the de- Decree 10332-22 this week. Through the decree, the Brazilian government set guidelines for the transformation of digital services, the unification of digital channels, and the development of interoperability between systems, primary goals for Brazil's digital government strategies. Offering intuitive and straightforward public digital services consolidated in a single platform, promoting the integration and interoperability of governmental databases, implementing the general data law making digital citizens identification available, optimizing information technology infrastructure. The set goal fits perfectly in a blockchain structured context. Therefore, the annex to the decree 10332 from April 28th, the Brazilian government pointed to the use of blockchain as one of its goals for achieving the expansion of digital government services in Brazil. Nice. I really, really like that. Next news. I really liked it. Next news, hackers are using supercomputers to mine crypto. Hackers have attacked multiple supercomputers across Europe this week with the intention to with the intention of mining cryptocurrency. Clusters of supercomputers have been forced to shut down in order to investigate the intrusions, according to a ZDNet news report on May 16th. These security incidents were reported in the UK, Germany, and Switzerland. Additionally, another possible attack occurred in a high-performance computer center in Spain, according to the report. College campuses are the main victims. Most of the the attacks appear to have targeted universities. University of Indiburg, which runs the Archer supercomputer, reported their first incident on Monday. Then major universities high-performance computers clusters in the state of Baden-Württemberg, Germany, also announced that they were attacked on Monday with similar security incidents and had to be shut down. More attacks happened in institutions in, in other parts of Germany, Spain, and Switzerland later in the week. Clusters in the Lind, Lind, what is it? Lib, Lib, Libnes Computing Center, or LRZ, an institute under the Bavarian, Bavarian, Bavarian Academy of Science. The Julich, Julich Research Center in the town of Julich, Germany. The Faculty of Physics and the Ludwig Maximilians University in Munich, Germany. And the Swiss Center of Scientific Computations or CSCS in Zurich, Switzerland. Were all counted amongst the victims. SSH logins are compromised and the goal is to mine crypto. The malware samples released by the Computer Security Incident Response Team were reviewed by a U.S.-based cybersecurity firm, says the news. The Computer Security Incident Response Team, or CSIRT, is a pan-European organization that coordinates research on supercomputers across Europe. The cybersecurity company said the attackers appear to have stolen university members' SSH credentials in Canada, China, and Poland in order to gain access to the supercomputer clusters. Secure Shell or SSH 
is a, is a cryptographic network protocol for operating network services securely over an unsecured network. Alright, I think that is all the news from yesterday. So with that said, Cryptonauts, thank you for listening. I'm going to go ahead and get started on today's news. I'll catch you all on the next episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. Adios.